that's a growler. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Never Ending Minute, where we analyze, scrutinize, and apparently arsonize the movie, The Never Ending Story. I'm Thomas Howith. I'm Tierney Steele. And joining us this week, uh, and joining us this week is Ralph Etanasia from Cake Boss. Thank you for joining us, Ralph. Hey guys, how we doing? Welcome. That's good. It's really nice to be here this week. <laughs> yeah, this week. That would have been such a clean edit. You could have taken that right out, but then I drew attention to it. <laughs> <laughs> I can edit that too. <laughs> yeah, you've uh, you've made your rounds around some of the, a few of the minute podcasts. It seems like something you really enjoy doing. I'm uh, I'm the movies by minutes podcasts girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. How did you, what was your first one, uh, Star Wars Minute? How did you get kidnapped into our little world? <laughs> yeah, it was Star Wars Minute. I, I reached out to Alex and Pete. They had a, had a link on their website that's like, uh, do you want to be on the show? Uh, only email us if you're famous. And I was like, <laughs> I had like 20% qualify. <laughs> well, I will tell you that everybody that I told that you were going to be on the show knew exactly who you were. So oh, you're neat. doing something right. <laughs> Did you, were you talking to my parents? Is that who you were talking to? <laughs> you know, that's how I feel on this show sometimes. Like maybe those are the only people that actually listen to me or my family. Uh, <laughs> my parents aren't listening. Just an FYI. I can guarantee that. <laughs> True. Well, Tierney, why don't you, since they're not listening, go ahead and tell us about the minute. I can tell you all their seat. No, I'm just kidding. We're going to talk about minute 60 of the never ending story. Our mark. Ding, ding, ding. It starts with Bastion trying to resist the allure of the book, the never ending story. I think that's what's going on here. And it ends with him lighting candles in the school attic. So it's totally safe and fine. And I mean, uh, I don't know about Arsenal. Sure it is. He's not. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that point, but he's. He's doing with fire what you're supposed to do. So it doesn't seem fair to put the arsonist label on him. I don't know. I just know when you're that age, accidents happen, and he's been known to throw stuff around this room. Well, so. yeah. no, Accidents can happen at any age. Just about 10 minutes ago, I knocked my beer over. There you go. See? Did you stare at it? Did you have a staring contest with it? I did. <laughs> did really dramatic 80s music play in the background? <laughs> uh, almost perpetually. Oh awesome. my god. This little music tag as he turns away, that could be in Stranger Things today. Yeah, or definitely Whenever could. that show is debuting. <laughs> he stares at this book that he has thrown so nonchalantly on the ground. Well, I, I can't say nonchalantly. He threw it very, very... Uh, Dramatic. Deliberately. Yeah, forcefully, not nonchalantly. He was flipping out in the last minute. But he stares at it, and then he goes finally and, and decides to pick it up. Somehow they edited out the 10 minutes it would have taken to fix all those pages. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, so, yeah. Uh, I, Ralph, I don't know if uh, you know my profession, but I'm actually a librarian, and so I'm very angry with Bastian and... I think he should feel guilty for hurting the book when he picks it up. But, Thomas, before he picks it up, I can't believe you let it slide. This is another Bastion staring contest. I'm I sorry, can that. we stop for just a second? There are of still course. librarians? Oh, yeah! 
I've, I've got a degree in the science of librarianing. <laughs> of course, it's not in English, apparently, but... <laughs> Actually, that far off. Uh, I have a master's in library and information science. No, one of one of my very best friends is uh, is getting a degree in library science as well, and I just ah! simply don't understand it. I'm getting a degree in chasing a hoop with a stick. <laughs> <laughs> my husband, who's also a librarian, is a reference and technology librarian, so he spends most of his days figuring out how to help old people rent books on their Kindle. So <laughs> it's it's just adapting <laughs> to the new technology. <laughs> ah. <laughs> there has to be a link somewhere for them nice. and he's that link you yep. know i remember like as a kid just books and libraries and librarians in general were all like kind of sacrosanct they they just there was this whole thing that like books were this gateway to another world and the library was the place where you get them and they just let you take them for free as long as you bring them back on time and like it was all kind of really magical and that's over as hell that's just done <laughs> I mean, you can still do it. I still do it, but... <laughs> I know I, I still occasionally take my daughter to the library, but that's because they have blocks and pl things for her to play with, and occasionally they'll do story times and stuff there, but... You don't go every week and have her pick out a new book, and then you bring back the old books the next week and get a new one? <laughs> Come on like little kid 101 <laughs> i've been in this neighborhood where, where i live now i live in jersey city i've been here for six seven years now about three blocks from the library and i still haven't been <laughs> tyranny would say it's shame on you but she's too embarrassed <laughs> no I, I i am embarrassed especially like as a little kid i used to sleep with a stack of books under my pillow like my posture mm. is still all messed up from it <laughs> <laughs> you and bastion could have hung i like it <laughs> yeah I he woke up with a book in his bed as well. Yeah, he fell asleep reading. That's what I determined. So you are right. I did miss it. There's a Bastion yeah. staring he, contest here. He even here. does a little squint before he finally has to admit defeat because obviously an inanimate object is going to win. He's been prepping for these these te these uh, staring contests the whole movie. So it's nice to see that he's not letting his, his skills waver. <laughs> he's got to stay in practice. He picks up the book, so we're going back to Fantasia. Atreyu enters the mirror gate with more 80s music, this time of the horror variety. So, is it me, or is this entrance into the mirror gate very labyrinthian? Oh. Like the movie The Labyrinth, where she goes into the wall like sideways. He's like, you know, no, not that way. Don't go that way. Yeah, oh, I know exactly the moment you mean. Yeah. <laughs> it's got that little, like, just fake angle where you can't quite tell that there's actually an entrance there, but it. Oh, come on, it's it a nice little in. in camera effect. You don't get a lot of those anymore. Right. Yeah. And there's so many in this movie. And even <laughs> this is like the cheap 80s way of doing the Matrix effect when he goes into the mirror there, you know? He's touching it slowly, except no liquid's coming out onto his hand. And. No. Yeah. Very like his little pullback. Well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he sells it. But yeah, he goes through and you get the little flourish. I'm I'm just constantly impressed by the music in this movie, and this is a good week for it. So oh, it's we, starting this is us a off. Great music week. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. It's a big part of the, the storytelling of the film. Oh, and then uh then we get to the the fire. Um one of our previous guests before we were sure that this was uh candle holder candelabra thing thought it was a knife block and i kind of wish it was <laughs> good use of a knife block though 
it's just this attic is so weird it kind of would have made me a little happy if it was just a knife block up there but it is super weird what school has that many taxidermied animal heads in the attic i'm sure you've talked about this ad nauseum <laughs> yes. by now oh, yes my. we have why like, unless this was St. Swithin's fox hunting school for fancy lads, there's no reason for it. We thought possibly they were used for set dressings for the um, theater department. Now, you know what they're for? They're for giving me nightmares like 20 minutes from now. <laughs> this is true, because all of us have commented on how nightmares this attic oh actually God. is. I would not stay up here all day, especially at his age. Yeah, oh, I know. No. It's going to be dark. Good job. <laughs> you know, everybody says Bastion's a coward and, and all that, but he's pretty brave to stay in this this attic all afternoon. <sighs> I guess. Maybe he's had enough and he's just going to burn it to the ground and that's what the rest of the movie is. It's very Carrie-like. Oh, well, he does have a lot of candles. <laughs> We talked about the effect that they were using on for the mirror, mm-hmm. and I, I will admit they did miss just a little bit, just a little bit, because they've got that mirror that's off to the side, off to his uh, right-hand side, and as he's reaching forward, you would think that his fingers would meet up with the fingers in the reflection, but they don't quite, and that's because well, the mirror's beside him instead of in front of him. Because you can't see that part of the mirror because that icicle's over it. That's right where that's, the ice is. Yeah. yeah. It's, that's it's what playing happened. games, but I just wanted to point out it's not quite perfect, but it's only not perfect because we're going through this slowly. Yeah. Well, is it? Maybe it's a. Well, it's a mirror gate, but maybe it's a false mirror. It's actually a two way. Did you ever hear that? Where, like, if you put your finger against the. Oh, it's yes. the opposite. If you put your finger against the mirror and there isn't a gap, that means it's not actually a mirror and you should probably get out of that dressing room. Yep. <laughs> or at least like dance a little, you know, just give a little That's little true. Dance. Or have fun with it. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> you have no idea how to transition right off that, that one, huh? do you? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so this candle lover you guys were talking about, is that just candles or is it supposed to hold beakers as well or are those beakers just there Why because would it hold beakers? it's got beakers on it or maybe not beakers what's the word i'm looking for test, uh, tubes? test tubes yeah oh that I mean, might be rats. the ron popeil test tube knife block candelabra <laughs> oh i've been looking for one of those it's fantastic you said it maybe? you forget oh it my God. don't burn down the school <laughs> You're right. It's not a candelabra. It's the rack for the test tubes. They've just stuck candles into it. Yep. Nice. <laughs> we cracked the code, guys. <laughs> that's that's some good Halloween decorating tips right there. If you want to yeah. make your house look like a spooky mad science lab. That's How many kids go. have been hanging out up here, though, to, to do this? Who, who came up with the idea of Bad putting the kids. candles <laughs> into the test tube holder? Kids who are doing less innocent things than reading a book. What, like mounting wolves' heads on spikes? Um, mounting. I'm going to stop because this is a PG podcast. <laughs> Maybe they were doing like a seance, but Ooh, one of the kids was true. real into science. <laughs> and that's why there's skulls there too, because they brought those with them for that purpose. Right? Like they had a seance. Oh, I like that. <laughs> a seance? Nice. <laughs> It's not wordplay so much as word torture. 
<laughs> right. We do that often here in yeah, Never Ending that's, Minute. That's totally on brand for this podcast. <laughs> we bend those words to our will. <laughs> so where did he get the matches? Were they up there? <laughs> Were they up there or did he have them in his backpack? Ooh. And if so, what was he planning to do with those matches? Yeah, maybe he is an arsonist. Yeah, maybe this the stealing the book thing wasn't the beginning of his life of crime. <laughs> it was oh, no. just a, it was just a step along the way. You know, we all assume that Bastion's a good kid because he's our protagonist, but what if he's a little jerk? <laughs> <laughs> he's lighting dolls here oh, on no. fire. Yeah. We don't know him. All we do we watch him stay at school overnight to read a book. <laughs> and in defense of your theory, the kids at the beginning do call him a jerk. Yeah, maybe they know something we don't know. Yeah, that he's a jerk. <laughs> yeah, we were questioning it. Like, what did he do? Usually calling somebody a jerk requires an action on their part to to earn yeah. that name. <laughs> and I excused them. I said, no, no, they were just, they were trying to come up with insults while running and they didn't have a lot of breath. They said the first thing that came to mind, but maybe I've been wrong all this time. And I feel like that was the- well thought out. I feel like the usage of jerk since the 80s has shifted somewhat because now we think of it as an inconsiderate person, but I think definitely used more for like an idiot back then. I could All see that. Steve maybe. Martin movies? Yeah, I was just going to say, like, the jerk <laughs> isn't, you know, the jerk, the Steve Martin movie, he's not a jerk like now, like, so it cuts you off in traffic and flips the brim of your hat, you know, like, he's, he's just dumb. Well, actually used on Twitter and... <laughs> He's inventing glasses that are going to make everybody go cross-eyed. Yeah, Yeah, that's interesting. I think you're right. I never (laughs) thought of that before, but it is different. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I I grew up with Bastion. I don't know that I can flip on him so so casually until I see evidence. Oh, I I can't. I got no loyalty. (laughs) All right. So this is going to be going really minute here. I know we're we're fans of that. How does he light this match? The way he's sitting doesn't lend itself to striking a match. And when it comes in, he's holding the match as if it were just struck. It's really Man, awkward. Playing the minute, playing it's the minute. Like I'm going 50-ish. with 50-ish. Pyrokinesis. Pyrokinesis, nice. Because it That's... makes the noise of striking. Like, it makes the noise of striking on the edge of the box. But if he would have to move like he'd have to like do a back bend to lift his body up so he could use that other arm for striking it kind of flourishes it i need to see where his other arm is because if his arm if his left arm is bent in front of him i could see him strike against the side because his right arm comes up once it's lit that's not as much fun as he can make fire with his mind i'm sorry <laughs> yeah pericanesis i like that idea better <laughs> He's just a little unsure of it still, so he's like clinging to the matches to play it safe. Right. They'll never know my secret. <laughs> I am the fire starter. You know, if this is in fact Professor Xavier's school for gifted youngsters that he's attending, <laughs> then this attic becomes slightly less mysterious. <laughs> that does make a lot more sense. <laughs> somebody somebody some X-Men obviously has the power of taxidermy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> Look at an that's animal a, and bop. That's a weird one. Yeah. <laughs> not, not just taxidermy, but bad taxidermy too. I was gonna say because it's not even good. Well, it's like I He's always learning. Love, that's why they're in school. <laughs> I always love the thing where it's like you know you realize 
almost everyone has a mutation of some point. It's just, you know, green eyes are a mutation and stuff like that. Um, I have salt glands in the wrong part of my mouth. I'm like, that's my mutation that I'm never going to get to join the X-Men. Like, that does nothing. <laughs> well, you, you, you do specifically have to be carrying the X-Gene. <laughs> <laughs> I just got really into the idea that we were all mutants because it was exciting. Because <laughs> I was a kid. <laughs> so I'm going to use this slight segue to throw a plug at myself. I have technically accepted my next project which is going to be the X-Minutes, where we will analyze 10 minutes of X-Men at a time. I better be a guest on this show. I'm just saying. The movies or yes, the, movies, the, the X-Men. Mm-hmm. Yep, we're going to oh, go God. through all the X-Men movies. In release order or chronological I order? Going... <laughs> is oh, there a chronological order? That goes all over the place. Oh. I think we're going to do release order. Mm. I'd be interested in seeing a podcast, listening to a podcast where you edit all of the footage into roughly Ooh. chronological order as best you can. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah, because you would hit points. I would be curious to see what decisions were made. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, are they going to call this the first point or this the first oh, point? Yeah. Yeah, we, we go to that Weapon X facility uh, quite a few times. <laughs> right. <laughs> But I'm doing that with uh, Steve Lasto, where uh, and I can't. I apologize. I can't remember our third host's name, but we're still in pre-production. They but it's, it's coming now. down the line. I yeah. wonder if he's related to my roommate. My, I my, don't know. My roommate is a he's a big fat guy. He's great. His name is Ian. Uh, but when I first met him, uh, they were talking about Star Wars, and he was you know, he was like, "Oh hey, my name's Ian, but uh, my Star Wars name would be Fat Lasto." <laughs> <laughs> it's like this guy he's gonna be my friend oh i um a movie that i don't think overlaps with the star wars minute listening audience very often but in pitch perfect the college roommate has decorated the room and all star wars stuff and when the oh, roommate yes. walks in he's just like whoa and then the guy's like is this okay he goes yeah yeah i just i just needed a second to like get used to it. <laughs> but I like that. He's just totally fine with it. He just, he's like, I just needed a moment to like process that this is our lives now. And now it's fine. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. like that. But so keep an eye down the line. We'll, we'll put some more stuff out when we have more solid stuff to put out, but it's yep. coming down the road. Yep. Sounds good. Websites have been purchased. Yeah. Technically <laughs> I have another minute podcast coming down the road, but like the road is a highway. <laughs> <laughs> and it's very far away <laughs> because I'm not starting it while I have a newborn in the house. That's a terrible idea. Oh, congratulations, though. I'm going to do the uh, the MASH movie and then hopefully segue that into the TV show. The TV show, probably not Shut. one minute at a time since it ran for 11 seasons. <laughs> you could but, just yeah. do an episode per yep. episode. Yep. Good gravy. I've seen that show all the way through probably three or four times. Yes! It's the best show! I love it so much. <laughs> it, the the producers of that show or the casting director or whatever just had no problem with casting the same three Asian actors as every Korean in that show <laughs> for 11 years. Yep, and they had no shame about it whatsoever. Yep. He... I was going to say, to be fair, he did it more, obviously, but he also did that with some of the Caucasian actors. It wasn't just 
that stereotype. He did it with everyone. Or I shouldn't say he. I should look it up. But I, when I went to grad school, we all had singles. We didn't have college roommates. But I became friends with my best friend because I walked into a room and I was like, you also brought the MASH DVDs to grad school. We're going to be friends now. Like, <laughs> yeah, did you have that big canvas-bound martinis and medicine collection? I didn't because I heard it was uh, a worse transfer than the individual seasons. So I have the individual seasons on DVD. <laughs> yeah, well, sorry. But yeah, we're going to do the uh, Robert Altman film first, which is going to be very so interesting because she does not know it nearly as well. And so I'm very curious to see her reaction to some of these things. That movie's real good. I don't think she's ready for Robert Duvall, but it's going to be great. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, well, tangent achieved. Yeah, no, exciting <laughs> stuff, you guys. This is going to be the moment of the podcast that everybody's talking about tomorrow. Right? <laughs> I didn't know you could transition to plugs, but apparently you can. <laughs> it wasn't intentional, but let's go ahead and go with that, Ralph. Do you have anything <laughs> you want to plug while you're here? Um... I mean, I don't know when this is going to come out, but uh, September 30th marks the first uh, first episode of a new season of Cake Boss. It's the first time in uh, over a year, I think. This I think this will be really out before perfect. then. This is the week before that. Oh, yeah, Nito Burrito. Hey, like, you guys. Literally perfectly teed up. We're going to pretend we did that on purpose. <laughs> we did, did, of course. Yes. But yeah, if you guys are wondering what uh, what the aging balding face that goes with this buttery smooth voice looks like check out cake boss on tlc <laughs> september 30th at eight o'clock i have loved that show since the beginning and every time i catch an episode of it i stop and watch because you guys do amazing things there oh thanks i was gonna say you have to stop and watch who who can look away once it has started <laughs> you make it you know, sound like tombstone it's funny because i just this last weekend went to a birthday party with a dinosaur theme and it instantly brought to mind the first episode you were on where you were asked to craft a dinosaur like on oh, the spot yeah. you gotta i i'm not uh not supposed to show anybody this but when we're done shooting this i gotta show you guys a dinosaur that we just did oh ooh, i can't wait yeah the, the audience at home you can't see it i'll get in trouble because it's going to be on an episode later and we're not supposed to show anybody I was going to say, you maybe, will see it eventually. Maybe we'll show it after it's been been published on television. Yeah. We'll say, this is what he was talking about. That's going to leave your listeners just going, who was talking about? Oh. <laughs> you guys will just have to watch and find out. Yeah. Um, Pay attention, folks. <laughs> Charity, why don't you run through our quick plugs? Sure. For Never Ending Story, we are part of Growler Media. So if you go to growlermedia.com, you will find us as well as our sister podcast. I don't know what those are called, but uh, Beauty and the Beastly Minute, doing this but with the animated Beauty and the Beast from 1990-something. Um, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Moving on. Twitter. We're 91. on Twitter. At, thank you. <laughs> 91. We're on Twitter at Nev and Min, because our title is very long. And we're also on Facebook. We have the page, The NeverEnding Story, The NeverEnding Minute, and we have a listeners group as well that you can join. And that's where we, I, I will be sharing a picture of a cake that I made that was mash themed. So feel free to join us there and show off the most impressive thing you've done lately. <laughs> Does it have a helo coming in with like bodies hanging off of it with missing limbs? No, but 
Alan Alda <laughs> is on it. So awesome! I can't wait. I was pretty, I was pretty dang proud of myself. <laughs> anyway, but yes, that's where you can find us. Usually, we're talking about the never-ending story. Sometimes we get a little <laughs> tangential. <laughs> that's all right. Do you guys have anything else for this minute? Not good. No. No, no. All right. Well, we have a lot to look forward to to this week. We're going to find out what's behind this mysterious mirror gate that Atreyu has gone through. But that's That's another another story story. Uh, that shall be told another time. Wow, something is really different. I'm a growler.